What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to the Coldcast. Today cast. I'm here with Francis here with Stroll. Nathan Brant's going to be a CEO great, a great founder show. of so, uh, Armors, Let's get started. Who has been with the company for eight years now? Great to see you. Thanks Good for coming to see you today. again. Thanks yeah. for stopping by. I know it was a long drive. It was, it, a, far, it was a big trip. Uh, comparatively to a lot of other people that work here, we do have the longest drive. That was excruciating. That was bad. That was <laughs> okay. We're going to use it. Rough. Uh, what's up, guys? We are here with the Colcast, uh, season two, episode whatever. And uh, we are going to recap a couple of shows that we've been to. Just one. Uh, are you going to do yours? Too? Yeah. Oh, that's right. what I was told. I don't have to. It'll hurt feelings if I don't. Oh, no, that's fine. We're going to recap at least one show <laughs> and uh, and then also talk about uh, our upcoming hammering that we uh, do every year. And What are uh, the dates for that, Evan? Will you throw our hammering up on the screen? Can we that plug one? that real quick? First and second Andy Davis hammering 2023. We're going to do an open forge on day one. Is that a Friday? Mm-hmm. Yep. So Friday is open forge. So we're going to have presses everywhere, power hammers everywhere, forges everywhere. Uh, it's going to be just uh, just an awesome chaotic moment to come mm-hmm. get your hands on equipment uh the iba is going to be there instructing doing some on the fly demos like right in the midst of things so you can come and get your hands dirty on day one and then day two uh we're going to have the stage set up and we're going to have several instructors through to do demos all day long on saturday that's day two and uh, those instructors consist of Steve King and the big friendly Hammerman group, Derek Mountain, Andrew Larson, Mark and Dale Winburn, and the great Will Stelter, which is not even listed on our demonstrators yeah, list. We wanted to not tell people about that. Oh. Because it's Will. We don't want people to not like us. Well, they, yeah, they might not come. They might not come. Mm, that's a good call. Good call. They also probably won't be able to see him demonstrating anyway. He'll be behind well, the well, according to I'm working on that. He's, 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 trying to get, yeah, he's trying to get some bleachers. Ah. Going to try. Be sick. Right. For will to stand on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, two shows. We had the Eric Hemker Hammer in. Sure. In Detroit. Uh, outside of Detroit. Outside yeah. of Detroit. And we went to uh, the Blackthorn for the Catskills Maker Camp 2023, uh, which was a wild event. Uh, so why don't you start mm-hmm. by telling us about the Hemker Hammer in and a little bit about what you guys did, who was there, et cetera. Okay, um, so we actually got up there a little late. We, uh, I had just gotten my my brakes replaced, so we drove very slow <laughs> uh, the entire way up there. Um, we got up there, and uh, Blacksmith Shop Detroit was, um, I cannot recall his name. I think it's Jared. Uh, I cannot recall his name right now, but he was doing a demonstration uh, and then after that demonstration, we broke out for some food and uh, fellowship and then lit forges and had a lot of fun showing people. Uh, we took a 12-ton with the DPC. We um, had a lot of fun. There was a lot of people there who had never forged before. So Super cool. Um, yeah, Bob was there, Nico, obviously Eric. Um, <laughs> the zoom in. Took me by surprise. <laughs> um, so a lot of people who who uh, are kind of getting into blacksmithing had um, not blacksmith before. Uh, Jesse uh, Hugh, Jesse Hugh, I believe is how you say his last name. Uh, he brought three or four people who had who had never forged before. So this was a lot different than Maker Camp, which Maker sure. Camp was like. I mean, there's a lot of people at Maker Camp that had never forged. Before. Well, yeah, but they're they're there for their 
their discipline, right? So if they're a woodworker, they might not have gone oh, sure. for the woodwork. Sure. So they, you know, this is a lot yeah. of people who just have a friend who did it or, yeah. you know. Um, so it was, it was a really good time to, to hang out uh, late into the morning. And, and I think it was a little bit more of a intimate setting, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this. Yeah, it was. It, it reminded me a lot of the IBA meetings yeah. that we first kind of started going to. Sure. And um, if you had a question about something, there were four four people there that had different instructions. Shout it out, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, it was really good to get up there and, and spend time with Bob and Eric and, and Nico and and yeah. the the Michigan boys. But um, it was <laughs> it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, but everything that could go wrong went wrong. Sure. Sure. Uh, so, uh, I broke Eric's garage door. I think destroyed. Yeah. Might be an appropriate word. I don't know. I still don't know exactly what happened. I don't know if the two by four didn't hold the garage door up high enough for me to get out or if it fell while I was driving. But at some point I heard what I felt like sounded like a two by four falling, <laughs> but I didn't. Followed by... Followed by a crunch. Mm. And uh, we got that figured out really quick. Eric was really, <laughs> really good about that. Um, I took Josh up there with me. That I think that might have been Josh's first, like, legit hammer in because uh, he worked last year, so he was just kind of on fire safety. Mm. Um, Josh had a great time. I had a great time. So that one, I think, is more, like I said, set up for getting your hands into it and, sure. and having one-on-one yeah. Um interaction and he does it every year this is the first year that we made it up there got to hang out with the uh even heat guy Z- i think it was just one of them up there but yeah it was good more Z- little guy or guys uh um, guys yeah i thought you were saying his name Z- no <laughs> no a uh, little little bit more laid back yeah. um but we had a great time and i think we'll do it again next year and cool um keep trying to find those little shows because yeah. that's what we have found has been not only beneficial to us, but beneficial to the community. And I really sure. see the, the the impact of going and, and forging with somebody for 45 minutes and making their first project. And the messages that we get on the Instagram, they'll find our emails. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the people that keep me inspired. Because, you know, I've, I've been doing this for, I guess technically I've been doing this for a year, but I've been forging yeah. since I was 18 with you. and. Right. Um, it, when you get into the frustrating parts and you're thinking about like, oh man, why do I do this? And you throw a hammer across the shop and then a week later you meet somebody who has never done it before. It's, it's really inspiring in the moment. So yeah, just like sure. having, uh, I think his name's Noah, the little guy that comes out to all the IBA meetings and hit, watching him give Millie instructions, like, <laughs> you know, it was just like, oh, that's super cool. Yeah. So uh, I think we're going to keep trying to find those little shows that get people yeah. involved so if you guys know, level. if you guys know of some little shows around the area, we're in the Midwest, we're in Indiana, you know, maybe a five hour, six hour radius from us, let us know. Cause we would love to come bring some equipment, just hang out, forge with you guys. I think that'd be super fun. And yeah. That, those are definitely the ones cause you know, I've been doing this for a long enough time that I'm not necessarily there to learn like I've been around the community. I've, uh, the the part that I miss is I'll get just kind of burnt out on doing the same thing again and again and again. And so just being around the people that are energized and that are trying something new or whatever, that's so invigorating. Right. And you get those, it's, to me, it's the collaborative efforts. Yeah, right? And sure. And 
coming into a situation where I'm not just making a hammer or a punch or a chisel or a drift or all the stuff that we do, you know, just, I don't want to say on a daily basis, but yeah, often those are, yeah, yeah, a couple times a month, a couple times a week that those are the things that like just making some tongs was exciting because I hadn't made tongs since I was 18 or 19 years old and those did not turn out, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. just making some tongs with with a couple guys was was fun, and that was I don't know a couple of months ago, and I still think about it. Yeah. So uh, those those little shows are so impactful on mm-hmm. on me to the point where I've told you multiple times, like, not we're going to this show, but do you mind if I borrow a twelve ton so I can sure. go to this show? Sure. Um, yeah. So I, I really like the idea of going to to local guys, but the the problem becomes is. I can't go to Georgia for the week <laughs> for the weekend, you know. I can't I can't go to Colorado or Pop Nebraska. Over to California. Yeah. yeah, and that's where we get a lot of requests and and it's not the size of your show that we're really worried about. It's like I I leave Friday night or Saturday morning and I have to be back Monday for work. So right. these these shows that are in the Midwest that we can get to, we yeah. really 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 want to be a part of. Yep. Um and not just Cole wants to be a part of it, but I want to go. You sure. know, I I want to learn from well, different guys. Uh, that just reminded me of something kind of unrelated, but we have the CBA show conference in April. April, yes. So, and we're trying to get out with the Ameribraid boys. Might be a good way to be in California. Make a really good transition. Yeah, make a great transition. We've got some exciting stuff happening with the Ameribraid guys. So, stay tuned for that. But. Uh, oh, some yeah. things just clicked in my head. Yep, that'd be that'd be great. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think Maker Camp this year. I I had never been. This was my first Maker Camp, and uh, the energy was super intense. We got absolutely monsoon rained out mm-hmm. um, because of the way that we had set up our booth. We're definitely going to change that next year. The way we had set our things up, all the water running off the tent was just going into the electrical of our equipment. So that was kind of a problem. And at one point, uh, I think it was Cliff Dufton looked at me and he was like, hey, uh, so like when all the 220 cables laying in this pond we're all standing in hit, like because it hits all of us, it won't kill us, right? It's like, mmm, mmm, okay. So once the once the water got up to my ankles, uh, we we killed the power. I think that was on Saturday and uh, killed power, went, got some lunch, got dried off, went back later that night after things had cooled off a little bit and uh, fired the forges back up, had some, some really fun times. Um, but yeah, it was a really intense show and there was a lot more people. I thought it would be a lot more like uh, the blacksmith gathering, you know, maybe 200 people show up, something like that. Um, but I think Austin's total count was like 800 Mm. and a lot of tents, really intense. He'd done a really nice job laying stuff out, a lot of stuff happening. One of the things that we did with Austin was um, Avid CNC, right, was cutting out tong blanks, sending them to us, sending them to Broadbeck, the deburr, clean them up on Broadbeck's grinder station, then walk over to us, and uh, we were helping people forge. And we got there Friday. Friday? Was that Thursday? Uh, We got out there Thursday. Were we forging on Thursday? No. No, we got out there late Thursday night. Thursday, Friday. So we got... Yeah. I don't remember. But anyway, we got out there Friday and immediately set up 
and started forging tongs with people. And it immediately became, uh, like we canceled our demos. We just were trying to get the line of people showing up to forge their tongs done. But every time I'd get three people done, we'd look up and there'd be five, six, seven, eight more people had joined the line. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife, Melinda was with us was like, Hey guys, um, maybe cut it off so that we can go get dinner. Cause we had just stood there for five or six hours, just forging, 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 forging. And people were coming out like, Hey, when are you going to do your hammer demos? I was like, uh, uh, tomorrow. We'll try that tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so we had to cut that off. And then the second day when we came back and started doing tong demo, we were call we had everybody sign up. So we, you know, Evan would call them and let them know or text them and try to get them out. Um, so we just went down and started going down our list and it was so insane. And so then we talked to Austin. We we're like, Hey, can we like send some of these guys over to the forging stations next to us? Cause, uh, Northwest blacksmithing association. Was that what it was? I haven't got a clue. Okay. The, the guy, they had set up a really nice hand forging station next to it, a bunch of coal forges and anvils mm-hmm. and hammers and stuff. And so they, took some of the people so we could do some of our other demos and work on some other projects and stuff. And, um, super fun. I had a blast teaching people that had never forged before how to forge tongs. Um, but yeah, it was super intense. Um, and we were just doing a ton of stuff. So, um, definitely going to revamp our setup for next year on how I think we're going to try to bring out a lot more smaller equipment, maybe inductions and 12 tons so that a lot more people can come, maybe even remove, um, the, the, uh, the tables or open the tables or something. So we have a lot more inviting space so we can still control, you know, the number of people working simultaneously, but kind of work with the guys around us, uh, to get more people in so they can get hands on equipment and, and try stuff out. Um, Power hammer went super well until the motor got bogged with water. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just nixed that for Saturday, got it back up and running, let it dry out, got all the water out of the motor. I wasn't in the, yeah, it was in the motor. And I opened the electrical box and all this water poured out. And I was like, nick, 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 nick. Um, so we, uh, that was, got some great feedback on the hammer, uh, some suggestions on things we could adjust and, you know, people were forging on it all week long. So, um, but it was, it was, it was a really good time. Uh, I finally on, I think Sunday got a chance to go walk around, talk to some of the guys at the other stations and, uh, got to talk to Mariko for like half a second. Uh, he was demonstrating at the Broadbeck tent. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd love to get him out here to do it. Some, maybe a, a class in 24. Um, it would be super wonderful. So, um, tons of cool stuff. Only saw Jimmy. He had a huge group of people following around, got to wave at the back of his head as we were driving in. But other than that, man, it was, it was super intense, super intense show. So really curious to see what that turns into for next year. Um, I think cause it's only growing. It's only growing. Well, you know, you have so many disciplines coming there. Um, I think it'd be super cool. Maybe if next year we could work with, uh, I don't, I don't remember the name off the top of my head. There was a company there that was selling, um, like chainsaw mills Mm -hmm. and they were teaching people how to break down, you know, full lumber or timber into lumber. And so if we could work with them, maybe do like some forged pieces that utilize that. I don't know, like table legs or something. Really, there's so many like disciplines simple there. Benches. Yeah, simple bench, something yeah. quick and easy that we can forge. They bring it over, we put it together. Something like that would be really awesome because there's just so many things happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went up to the um, to the Sen-Cut Sen booth and, and did a powder-coated 
uh, Maker Camp logo for my daughter. She, you know, sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> Send cut, Send we, sponsor we us. We buy so much stuff from Send Cut Send. It, uh, even if the sponsorship is an extra piece of candy, we're, we're here for it. Like, <laughs> and some extra stickers. Yeah. yeah no, that, we're that, here they've for been, it. They've been such a great partner for the company. And, yeah. Um, and they don't even know it. I mean, I, I probably, you know, I'm, we're still a small vendor for a purchaser from them, but, um, just, it was a really interesting time. So, so many people coming through, um, and so much happening, but I, I definitely think next year I want to try to get more hands-on, um, cause I was, you know, cause I hadn't been before and it sounds like this year was even more intense than last year, according to Evan, um, and Brett that came with us. Um, shout out Brett. Yeah. Shout out Brett. What's his at? Burning Sky Burning Forge. Sky. Burning Sky Forge on Instagram. Uh, I traded him a hammer for one of his giant meat cleavers, and uh, this weekend we're going to be butchering our hogs, so that sucker's going to be splitting splitting carcasses. Or you're going to get us demonetized on YouTube. Stop it. Uh, yeah, Brett, Brett was just a lovely individual. He called me Saturday night, I think, and he's like, I broke it. I broke everything. Uh, I don't know what to do. I'm so sorry. And I was like, dude, don't worry about it. Like, uh, just we'll shut it down. I'll, I'll get there first thing in the morning. We'll sure. get it back up and running. And uh, what had happened was the, um, the, they were forging on the hammer that the key had walked just quarter of an inch on the, on the, uh, on the top, on the Ram, mm-hmm. it walked out and jammed. And what's cool about our hammer is it just uses, uh, UMHW Ram guide. So it doesn't hurt anything. It's all fabricated. It doesn't hurt anything, but it had stuck. And, yeah. and so I walked up and I was like, I don't, I don't know what this is. And I looked at it and uh, there's a big group of people, probably 20, 30 people standing there. It's like, oh, it's the Ram key. So I just walked over and I tapped it and it came down a little bit and I just smacked the key with a big hammer, started working again. Whole group of people started cheering, <laughs> went right back to work. It was super fun. So I had some really fun stuff like that. And uh, again, I, I'm just excited to get the hammer in front of people, get their hands on it, get feedback. Because again, we're trying to make this such an exceptional product for this for this community. And uh, yeah, I think that, that taking time. the hammer to shows has been has been really cool because we're not high. It's not like we're like taking it to show and and trying to get people to buy it. We're well, uh, yeah, we are, but. <laughs> also, yeah, we're but, taking it to the show to get feedback because exactly. we're it, we're at the point in the process we're where iterating. we're 90% there, 85% there. Yeah. And we need yeah. to know what we're missing right. or what we have too much of or right. because we want everybody to utilize this hammer in their shop the way right. that people have their presses. We have eight yeah. years of feedback on the presses. Right. Well, and so one of the, some of the feedback that we got is, you know, we wanted, we wanted to make a hammer that had a 12 inch stroke, had a really generous daylight between the dies. So we, we, you know, a sign of a quality hammer to us is that the Ram goes up into the guide housing and that it just gives you tons of room. Well, mm-hmm. I keep hearing the comment. And if you guys have any, any comments on this, uh, comment on, on wherever you, you can, can you comment on a Spotify? You can, you can leave a review leave with a your review comment inside your the comment review in Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Uh, yeah. S- shoot us a message on, uh, when we launch this, this, uh, on Wednesday. Um, but, but let us know what your feedback is. So one of the comments I kept getting at the show was I'd, I'd prefer if it wouldn't go up into the, into the Ram guide, mm-hmm. um, so that I can make an oversized die or I can use an oversized die key, et cetera. So that's, that's a curious one because the way that we looked at it, it was so superior to get that additional height, but because we have so much height mm-hmm. on a little hammer, even if we're able to get that Ram up to 50 pounds, 
still really, uh, you know, not a huge hammer. And so uh, that that was one comment that we got. And well, how big is the top tooling you're trying to use? Well, it's more so if you're going to use it to upset stock, mm-hmm. it just gives you more working area. And it also allows you to use taller, ta- like taller top tools. It, it just provides more versatility, right. right? But because the hammer is so small, it's like you have to balance the versatility with the utility. Right. Right. And so that's why when we got to Sofa and it was taking too long for the RAM to come down to the work because we were trying to contr- trying to add additional control. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things we changed so that it, when we got it to Maker Camp, it drops right down to the work and, and, and starts hitting. So that kind of fine tuning stuff we can really detail right now right. while we're still iterating. Um, and then the other one was uh, – at Sofa, everybody commented on how the large dies were wonderful because mm-hmm. they had room for top tooling and swages and spring fullers. And then at, at Maker Camp, everyone was saying, oh, I wish the dies were a lot smaller because all I want to do is forge blades. And mm-hmm. I want to be able to hit that corner and pull it down uh, at you know at the heel of the blade really, really sharply. And, and, and smaller, tighter dies would help me to do that. Right. Oh, like that's... Exactly the opposite. So if if you guys have feedback on that while you're listening to this, let us know. Comment, message, review. Um, Even I, if you've never run our hammer, tell us what you expect out of a hammer. Yeah, for sure. For a small self-contained hammer. Because I think that's yeah. just like we want to we want to keep growing that feedback. Um, but yeah, it was a super fun show. And uh, we packed up, got out of there, had a great drive home. Um, Malin and I, on our way home, stopped at... Uh, Buckeye, oh gosh, I'm not going to remember it. It's like Buckeye Copper Bucket Company. Mm-hmm. Bucyrus, sorry, Bucyrus Kettle Company, which has been in like continuous operation for 150 years or something. They're in the original building. And uh, so you like go downtown Bucyrus, go downtown Bucyrus, Ohio, and there's this tiny little like shotgun house style workshop and you walk in and everything's ancient and uh it was incredible they're they're running uh all original Pettingell style uh hammers that are run on line shaft and because they're producing the original product that they started with um they're able to like get grandfathered in so they're running all old school switches exposed uh what's it called when you have the the wires exposed Knob and tube wiring. Knob and tube. Like, yeah. so I, I asked the guy, I've got some videos uh, we'll, we can post up. Uh, can you like turn this on for me? And like, can you show me how this works? Cause it was so interesting. But yeah, he's got, they've got motors controlling the line shafts or driving the line shafts and then all the, all the equipment's line shaft driven is so flipping awesome. But they were talking about uh, some of the changes they've seen over the years and where, you know, they are starting to see somewhat of a resurgence of interest in their kettles because I mean, homesteading, as an interest in that self-reliance realm has just like exploded. Yeah. And so people are getting, they're starting to buy kettles again. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, that was, that was really, 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 really sweet. We, we got to do that on our way home. Um, but yeah, no, it was an awesome show. Super informative. I, I definitely see the path forward for next year being a lot more effective at getting equipment in the hands of, in, in the hands of people that are kind of like, have never forged before or see forging as a, as a supplemental discipline to their main. Sure. Yeah. It's something that they can carry a little knowledge over. Right. Well, they can get into a new discipline. They can, you know, forge 
components then that they'll use in their furniture making mm-hmm. or in their carpentry and woodworking or their leather working, or they'll use the knowledge to forge custom chisels for their turning lathe, or they'll, you know, it's just like, there's so many multi-disciplines happening simultaneously at that show. It was, right. it was really, really cool to see. I'm super glad I got some time. Uh, Melinda and I we were able to walk around and just putz around and, and just kind of like see what was happening, get a much broader perspective of, of what's really, what opportunities are at that event we can come and, and really be impactful. So um, super, super excited about that. And I think kind of reminiscent then of what we're trying to do with our hammering mm-hmm. and, you know, we're growing it a little bit this year. Attendance is going to be a little bit higher than last year. And uh, well, we're allowed to use the whole building, right? We don't have to. Well, we, we're, it's not going to be throughout the building, but yeah, we don't well, have well, the, the guidelines of we can only let a certain amount of people yes, in. Yes, we, right. we can let additional people in. We got our, our fire permit raised. Yes. Uh, and uh, so we'll be giving tours throughout throughout the weekend. Probably you will be giving tours throughout the weekend. So come get a in-person tour with Francis. Francis. And uh, yeah, but just being able to provide a place for people to come, try out equipment, try out processes, get mm-hmm. experience, be around some of the heavy hitters in our industry and pick their yeah. brains on topics that you're struggling with. You know, you talked to Will about the feedback on getting feedback from quality makers and, yeah. and coming with a humble heart and saying, I need input on this. And then rather getting defensive rather than getting defensive about your work, going into it with this open-handed mindset of, I want criticism, because mm-hmm. all it's going to do is make me better. Even if you disagree with them, take it mm-hmm. and don't use it, right? Like that's free will, bud. But if you go into it with the hardened understanding of, I want to learn and I want to be respectful to this person to giving their time. Yeah, there's know? also no, there's no scenario I've ever been in where I've been given information that has been detrimental. Sure. It's it's never ruined sure. what I've tried to do. I've had people tell me uh, that you can't do it like that, <laughs> sure. you know, for yeah. a myriad of ways. But but again, I've it's told like you that. <laughs> sure, it's like hey, you know, great. I've had a ton of people, um, you know, with my hammers when I'm making them and I'm handling them and I'm using glue. I've had a ton of people say, "Oh, I hate that. I don't want to do that." It's like, well, just try it, man. Yeah. Like, here it is. The time it takes to put a hammer in their hand and let them taste test the difference. That's yeah. exactly why we want people come to the hammer. And that's why we want people to taste test the difference. Taste see what test the, the glue. <laughs> <laughs> we want It'd be people a sniff test, bud. To taste that's, test that's the some glue. Sniffy glue. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you that. Uh, so. You know, I think uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see. And uh, if you guys have any feedback on what instructors you want to see for next year, uh, you know, I definitely want to grow the demonstration capabilities. Maybe we'll turn it into a three-day, depending on what the attendance looks like this year. Yeah. And uh, just just continue to grow well, it. Well, the, reason, the only reason that we're doing it Friday and Saturday is because the feedback we got was yeah. we went until 10, 11 o'clock at night on Sunday. And then they're like, well, I have to be to work on my, right. my you know, right. and they're coming from five hours yeah. away. So yep. it's a, that is a direct result of people giving us feedback and hopefully right. this is a better show. Right. Um, just fits in the schedule better, you know, gives people a chance to chill out yeah, on Sunday which or drive back on Sunday or whatever. We're, we're going to the warrior way hammer in. Yeah. And the way there's so a what's set the, up, What's the dates on that? Um, October, Producer Evan. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. October? <laughs> October, Friday. It's next week. I don't, 15th, 14th, I don't know. It's November. 15th, 14th, and 16th, right? 15th. 15th. 
Did they have a web page? Could you throw that up on the on the, on, it, yeah. on the schnoozle? Okay, so whatever day today Schnazzle is the 11th? No. Today is the like the 6th. Yes. Yeah. So today's the 6th. It's next Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But anywho, they're doing, yeah. So Friday at noon, Saturday at 10, and then Sunday at 5. Yeah. And I, li- I like that setup. You sure. That's, that's like, I have time to get there in the morning on Friday. Sure. And then have, have fun. I have all day Saturday. And then Sunday I get to sleep in still. Sure. Uh, it's just the auction section. So I doubt they're going until midnight, you know. Um, that one's going to be a lot of fun. I, I am super stoked. To, I get to take Greg, um, who yeah. is a, a, a veteran who's yeah. done a couple tours. Yeah. Um, awesome. So I get to take him out there, get him to not just get into the metalworking community, but the, the veteran metalworking sure. community. And, yeah. and I know he's talked to the guys at Warrior Way a couple of times, so yeah. getting them face to face is going to be cool. But, yeah. um, you know, even seeing hammer ins like that yeah. after our, our lineup, it's yeah. like, we have a lot of people that are coming out just Saturday because they have right. to work Friday or, you right. know, whatever the case is. It's growing and evolving. I would love for someday this to be a shut it down, let's do a week. You know, like just <laughs> – sure. Like I, that would be yeah. super cool. But yeah. I, if people don't want to do that, then Well, I think what that. you're trying to do – you know, we wanted to do it in December um, in remembrance of Andy. But you're also right between – there's not a lot of other big shows going on in this, this time of season – and so we wanted to have something that would offer to the community a chance to get together right before the end of the year, one mm-hmm. big hurrah, and uh, you know make it as educational and experiential as possible. So um, if it if it grows to three days, if that turns out to be a better option, we'll make it three days. Sure, if it turns it to seven. You know, that's we'll, a lot. We'll, that's so much. So that'd be super cool, though. Like tents and that'd be really cool. So yeah. Anyway. What else do we have going on, producer uh, I Evan? Did wanna, I did want to. I did want to plug that uh, Matt Stagmer took the induction forge from Maker Camp. This is slightly related to Maker Camp, and was able to do a forging demonstration uh, in New York for. Uh, is it? Has he posted about it, Evan? Yes. Okay, so he did a forging demonstration in collaboration with Connor McGregor, um, which is maybe one of the coolest things that we've done recently is be able to uh, have a very small, <laughs> very small part in that. Um, sure. You know, we've we've got, you know, David and Andy made swords for movies. Uh, David's got a lot of stuff that we got kind of behind the scenes on. Right. Um, but as far as like coal ironworks well, go, that Neil, was... Neil's made some stuff on a press. Neil's, listen, I got a phone call <laughs> on... Sun- Neil, that's RPM Neil. Yes, RPM Neil. Neil Kimimura. Uh I think it was Friday night. Yeah. Uh, and Neil let me know what he's been up to the past couple of weeks because we had been going back and forth and then he just never responded. Yeah. And he was like, hey, man, listen, <laughs> I'm going to let <laughs> yeah. you know. And I was like, I, and I don't know. I could probably say it. I don't. But uh, that was also super cool. Uh, so I think the the induction forge being used to announce Conor McGregor's, I think it was beer. I think his whiskey's already out. But, okay. Um, I haven't seen any of this. I'll have to check it out. Forged stout. Forged oh, stout. Cool. Um, uh, Matt posted a picture, I believe, of him wearing Conor McGregor's belt, which was cool. And our induction forge was in the background. <laughs> so um, sick. That was just my only relation to Maker Camp, and I wanted to brag for a second about super cool. Yeah, the super cool stuff. That, so many people. So I'm gonna play a little catch up. There's the forged Irish stout. Yeah, they probably don't need our shout uh, out. No, they don't. <laughs> Mr. Neil Kamamura, um, and then Matt. I'm still looking for the post. I can't find it, but uh, was it a story? 
It might have been. That might have been. That might be why I can't find it. Mm. I'll keep digging and I'll throw okay. it up if I found it. Sick. Cool. Sickness. Yeah. So we've we've been able to do a lot of cool things, and that's also why we haven't had the ability lately to be. Uh, we you know we don't have the big names on the podcast that we had in the first season, and like there's a couple things that have uh, not fell through the cracks, but just aren't the priority. So um, getting to share a lot of the stuff that we're working on, the H frames, the power hammer. Egregiously offended that I'm not a big name to you. I thought we were friends. The church yesterday, I said you were my best friend. Yeah, and then he cut you off when yeah. you tried yeah. to continue. <laughs> yeah. He let the other guy talk for yeah. like three or four minutes. Like, hey, why don't you introduce this guy? Not that long, though. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was just like, all right, good enough. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, I think one of the things that we're really excited about coming into this new year is, you know, we've got our full plethora. We've got the H-Frames, the Induction Forge, the Power Hammer. Um, we've got our new product line that's going to be coming out early in 2024 that we can't talk about yet, but you'll see it in photos and videos. And, and if you come to the Hammer in, you'll get to try it out. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It's been around for a really long time and I'm super excited to tell the story because uh, it's got some sentimental stuff for me growing up uh, on iForged Iron and, and, uh, and, and all that. So uh, that's super cool. And, uh, you know, I was hoping to just kind of round out our products and, and then just dig into how can we make these as efficiently and low cost as, as possible because yeah. uh, nothing's getting cheaper. No. So... You know, I was talking to somebody the other day about when we launched the very, 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 very first 16 ton, it was $3,000 or you could buy a 25 ton for $3,500. Yeah. I remember we sold one. We went back to buy more parts and uh, it cost us like three grand to buy the parts. And I was like, wait, how did we do this? Oh, right, right. We bought everything at the scrapyard. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's just been this constant, like we're trying to balance how do we make it better mm -hmm. without making it so ridiculous. Well, yeah, expensive. that's a good, we did just launch H-Frames. We, we can, did. We can talk about H-Frames. Sure. Which that's allowed now. Okay. Uh, Will got to uh, kind of, plug it a little bit when uh when he was on the podcast he, he we were more talking about the power hammer but he yeah. also he thought we were talking about the <laughs> h frames well, yeah, you, but yeah uh yeah. well you thought he was talking about the power hammer he was talking about the 120 ton yeah which he got up to 330 beats per minute yeah which so is insane the h frames launched and we have had so many so many well not just the h frames because the way that we looked at this it was like okay the product is cool Really excited to get the product out there. How do we make it understandable to break the product up into components and make components available? So if you have a, if you have a twelve ton and you want to upgrade the twelve ton, you can buy a sixteen ton frame and swap it out, or you can buy a five horsepower power pack and swap out the two horsepower power pack and make your twelve ton insanely fast or scary fast. You know, there's just a myriad of options where you can pick and choose the parts. So the press builder, the way I looked at it. We, we did what we call our press release. So before we do a new product, we learned this this year, and I love it. I, this was from a book. Oh, shoot. What was the name of the book? I don't remember the name of the book, but it was the guy. The Nest that, guy, right? Yeah, the guy that invented the Nest thermostat and launched it. Super, super awesome book. If, if Evan can find it up, he'll throw it up there. Yep. Great book. Super, super, super suggest that book if you're into business. My gas company tried to give me a Nest for free, and my landlord said, absolutely not. And I don't understand why. So Okay. That's interesting. Well, anyway, so fact. his the, his comment was being a part of the iPad iPod launch and then the Nest and all that was to write a press release for what you want to design and then go design it based on your press release, right? So we we as a team sat down, we have a, a weekly meeting where we go over 
the next product launch. And we wrote out this press release for the age frames and they're versatile and modular. And we're looking at each other and I was like, okay, this is not enough because if we can't effortlessly communicate how all of these pieces puzzle piece together, mm-hmm. this is just going to be the most confusing thing we've ever done. Right. And you know, great? build. Yes. Fantastic book build by Tony Fidel. Super, super great book. High, highly suggest it. Um, so, you know, we were like, okay, so how do we do that? And then we worked and worked and worked and Evan just freaking knocked it out of the park because we went and we're like, okay, maybe we need to hire somebody to write this as a custom website build. And they're like, yeah, no problem. Like 50 grand. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, I don't think I could do that. So, you know, it was just whittling it down to the basic components. How, how do we make it so simple that you press a button, you see the product and you're able to get all the specifications and stuff right in real time. So Evan, Evan did this. Evan this built this. Evan, Evan did a this. fantastic job. And that's, uh, what, what's your at Evan? Uh, I don't have one. I don't have one. Wilhelm forge. No, that's a, what? anyway, Evan is anyway, flipping guy to get his uh, personal you'll have to meet him in person <laughs> <laughs> so he has to show you a qr code tattoo on his un- underside of his arm mm-hmm. that's how you get access to his code uh anyway bring a bar barcode reader so <laughs> you know so we simultaneously built out the h-frame how we're going to produce the h-frames how we're going to make it economical how we're going to make it rigid etc simultaneously Evan and I are working on the backside. I, I just shouted at him until he fixed things. And that relationship's working pretty well. Yeah. We're going to continue that for the next launch. Not a fan. Uh, and so, you know, we have the press builder tool. You can go in, design exactly what you want. You can see the specs. You can see the pricing. You can get a real-time shipping quote. Bam, bam, bam. And uh, yeah, no, I think I think Evan really knocked that out of the park. And then, of course, Logan was designing the H-frames and so getting us up into how do we get to 60 tons? You know, those are rated for 120 tons. Um, you know, how do we pair these so you can get exactly what you're looking for? So I think the press builder tool was a real accomplishment just as much as that H, H-frame press uh, line has been. I think it's even more of an accomplishment. Sure. Because it, simply for the fact that this is a building block and a foundation of how people will interact with our website yeah. moving forward. When I think of how people think about hydraulics. Right. You know, I was reading in a, in a forum the other day, guys were talking about building a press and they're like, hey, have you used the press builder tool to like set your specs? I was like, oh, so the guys that are going to just build them th- themselves can go and build out based on what we use. Yeah. And I'm not against that, right? Like, no. I'm here today because we home built a press. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's just interesting to see. And once you get something into the market like that, a tool into Mm -hmm. the market and then how people flip it on its head, turn it around and use it for a completely different use. Mm -hmm. And I I just think that's awesome. So, um, you know, I, it's all, all gravy here. I, I, uh, I'm really excited to see how all this transpires over the next couple months. You know, it's been a tumultuous year for us, just kind of figuring out, kind of slowed down this year, had a chance to reset, get our backend stuff fixed, you know, get our systems in place and communication stuff for the shop and et cetera. Our inventory management system fixed. Uh, shout out to, shout out to, <laughs> inventory to management Chris. Created? Yeah. So, um, 
you know, all that stuff has been a huge move. And I, I think it's easy to miss it because we're so in yeah, it. Yeah, this is this has been more than just a transformative year. Uh, really. Uh we didn't just launch an H frame. We took the H frame and yeah. we essentially laid the foundation of the company back and we said, this system needs to work for everything that we do. From this point on. From this point on. Right. So even, you know, we had the 16, the 16 plus, the 25. Well, now we have a 16 or a 16 with a five horsepower power right. pack. You, you know, we've taken- Or a 16 with a 10 horsepower we've, power We've pack. taken nomenclature away. Right. Because it doesn't fit in the system well, that works. you know, even even looking at it from the perspective of like, if somebody used to buy a 16 ton, they could add a foot pedal. Mm -hmm. But if they wanted to add a DPC, they had to not add the foot pedal, go over to another product page, add the DPC to their right. cart, purchase simultaneously. From the other side, we know, oh, no problem. We grab a 16 ton frame, five horsepower power pack, we throw a DPC on it. Well, the but amount that's of people not what it looks I had like. to refund... Yeah. who bought a foot pedal with their DPC. Exactly. You know, it's, like it tells us we're not doing our job. And right. that's where I think the press builder really, really. So I think, I think for people that are building stuff, right. So e-commerce guys, small time business people, I think realizing that the product alone is not the experience of the customer. Mm -hmm. The product is a component of the customer experience. And that customer only has maybe one experience with your company, right? right? So you got to think of not only does the product need to serve the need, but the the way that they access the information, the details, how they combine the products into the proper configuration that they need to solve their problem is just as much a product to the end user right. as the actual widget. Right. And so I that was a realization I had this year. It's, it's also... Uh, replacing your, like, I don't want to say it replaces your customer service, but it replaces, uh, sales representatives now, you know, it, well, it used yeah, to be friction. It removes friction. Right. They it, can get the answer they need without calling us. Cause only maybe a third of the people will actually pick up the phone. Yeah. They, yeah they'll just like, I don't want to go through this if I can't figure it out. I, and I, I totally get that. That's where I was getting at is it used, you know, oh, I, I, you know, I want to go buy this press. Mm -hmm. I have to go to my local dealer and I'm not, I'm talking pre-internet, not last week. Sure. sure, you, sure. I have to go talk Find to a, a dealership, distributor. And, yep. but you were one-on-one -on -one with a person. Right. Right. And that, whether you ask the question or not, that salesperson had yeah. the ability to give you information. Right. Right. And that's something I didn't think about until we were in these meetings where yeah. it was like, how do we purvey this information? And my answer was always, well, I can just tell them, oh, this is an internet customer. They're not calling me. Right. How do I get the, and then right. there was, we actually took away a lot of information because right. it just got Simplified. muddy and convoluted, yeah. which is very easy to share on a phone and talk people through. Yeah. And But on paper, it just, right doesn't translate. No, what happens is the context gets lost and the information gets skewed by all the other information, yeah. you know? And when they would call in and say, I will this do this. It's like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the kind of stuff that we're, we're building content literally like filming this week of showing because it, it's just so easy for us to build a thing, make a video of it, put it up and feel good that we communicated everything that needs to be shown. And it's like, no, not even close. And so that's going to be, I'm really excited to work with Evan on that over the next couple months of building out videos and content explaining and showing. And, you know, because we, we can simplify the development side, the products are kind of in the, in the life cycle, Logan's still fine tuning, uh, you know, production stuff, but it's like now Evan and I have a chance to take a step back and work on content generation. And I am so now pumped. that you guys have free time, 
I'm the busy one. <laughs> <laughs> you and Chris and Me Logan and will Chris remain. Logan. Yeah, yeah, will remain busy. So, uh, Evan is giving us instructions. Oh my gosh, we have so many classes scheduled for next year. Uh, we're fine tuning. So if you are an instructor that's scheduled for next year and you look at our class schedule and you see dates and you, you weren't sure about dates, don't worry, reach out to me. We're fine tuning dates, but, uh, we have a huge list of instructors and demonstrators for next year. And the other question that I have posted this week that I love people's feedback on what half day shorty classes would you guys like to see? Because those have been really popular. They fill up really fast. They're super fun. I'm able to get people in. We have coffee and donuts, get right into the work. And by lunchtime, we have a finished small project. We just did the hammer class. The hammer class. So fun. And this is me speaking from an insider was really good for us, but, uh, you walked away with as much as it would cost you to make two hammers. Like you would have bought those hammers and there's, there's a little bit of a sentiment to it because you made it for sure. You know, so you can either buy two hammers or you can come here and make them, which I think is super I mean, 200 bucks. That's cheap. Yeah. That's two decent hammers. No, that's one hammer. I, yeah, it's one good hammer. You go to Royalty like Forge, really good, and get a really good hammer. Yeah. That that that's that six pounder he made for me is the first tool that everyone walking through the shop picks up. That thing is gorgeous. I'll anyway, make you a hammer for any, $100. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so next year we've got a ton of demonstrations or a ton of classes scheduled and we're trying to split it up so that we've got the IBA meetings for local people once a month mm-hmm. at the last Saturday of the month. Then we've got a short class at the beginning of each month and a long class towards the middle or end of each month. And so uh, just really trying to hammer on how can we get these, cl- you know, we have this beautiful facility stocked with tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars of equipment. It's like, how can we utilize this well so that the community can come and, and just revel in, in how awesome it is. And so we also um, just got an entire shop of steel. So yes, we are loaded to the gills. We are popping. So if you guys need some 1045, 4140 round, big section, 18, Tons of 1018. So much Literally tons. So let us know if you're looking for some funky stocks because I got some stuff. Plate. hook you up. We've got plate. We've got round. No plate. This is flat bar. Oh, I guess that's fair. And I want that. I want that. Too bad. I'm selling it. Okay. All right. What else, Evan? I didn't read your whole thing because you changed it. Evan, you can just say things on the microphone. He hates it. Possible visiting instructors. And we've got the online axe class with Benton coming up. Axe. What's the what's the what's the date? What's the launch date for the axe class? Ooh, I don't have that yet. Oh, so uh, that's going to be the first online access class. First two that we've shot, uh, we were learning. We yeah. were learning how. So third one is the charm. It should be done by the end of this week. Okay, uh, so maybe by the end of the month. Yeah. Launch it at the hammer and maybe? Yeah, maybe. Send people home with a fun class that they can watch at home. That'd be fun, yeah. So that's the happenings. That's all I got, guys. This was a really fun one. Well, I want to wrap it up and go to work. Can we do that? Are we are we're we good? It. Are we on our way out? We're, we're, we're done. Going. Go back to work. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Demonetized again because of the music. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we are not using this music, right? Right. We have to find a new intro auto track because they keep flagging us. Yep. And I keep using it. Do it.
enjoy that. We just need to record our own. Dude, yes. I have, I could, we have so many musicians. Yes, let's I do that. For sure. Well, let's do live. Or let's get Nigel to bring his drums in. Yes. We will do live show hop, like actual instruments. I'll play the drums, Nigel will play the guitar or bass or something. 